Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome in to Two in the Thank Tank. Tink. Hello, I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Tromblay Birchall. And this is the show where we come up with, would you believe it, five of your, of your sketch ideas. Your sketchiest of ideas. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you know, we, we harvest them from nature's paddock. Absolutely. They grow the mind. like fur on the top of our minds and we yeah. just grab those sprouts. We grab the, the, the sprouts of fur and yank them out. Yank them out like their hairs poking out of a nostril. Yes, and uh, and then look at them dangling there between our fingers. Hold it against the light because sometimes the hairs are sort of translucent and you can't mm. see them. Or you hold them against the light and you get the light gleaming through the hair. That's right. And you think, there you go, that's a sketch idea. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in this? Describe yes. it to you. Mm. Maybe it looks like something like tea leaves but not. It's hair in my fingers up against light that's oh. burning my retina. Reading tea leaves. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you, you think there's anything in this? Well, okay, reading tea leaves. What about drinking books? Hey, <laughs> what, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Write it down, Alistair. What, well, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's one of the clearest jokes we've ever come up with on the podcast. But and I know I said this to you before the podcast started, but like a man up to his knees in bauxite, I stand in awe of you, <laughs> Alastair Trobley Virtual, the way you were able to turn that into, a, into, if not a sketch idea, then certainly what passes for a sketch idea on this sketch idea podcast. Do you think that we could be responsible for contributing, you know... Contributing for, to the downfall of sketch? Yeah, you know, by, by pushing the envelope and mm. consistently making it acceptable for things that are marginal, more and more mm. marginal sketch ideas to become part of the mainstream. We've yeah. normalised a sort of a, a situation now where almost anything is considered a, a valid sketch idea. I guess you could say that that envelope was in many ways like a bar. And we're, when we were pushing it, we were kind of lowering that bar. <laughs> That's right. Yeah? Sort of pushing it in a downward <laughs> fo- fo- fashion. <laughs> Um, if by envelope you mean bar, and if when you're pu- talking about pushing it, you're talking about pushing it in a downward direction, then, then think... yes, you have pushed the envelope. Exactly. I mean, look, we've we've smudged the uh, the at least the boundaries between uh, <clears throat> saying something mm. and claiming com- it and coming, value. <laughs> coming up with a sketch idea. <laughs> The important part is writing it down. So look, this person. So what? What is this? Is this a some person's aunt? I can't even remember what we were talking about now. Some person's person's aunt who reads tea leaves, but then also drinks books. <laughs> and then which part of her is oh, more interesting? By framing this as an aunt, mm. uh, you've really you've brought it so much closer to reality. I mm. think she wears clothes that look mm. like curtains. Mm. Well, you go round. You go round to her house. Mm. And she is going to tell you your fortune. Yeah. And, and, right? And mm-hmm. she, you know, she reads the tea. We're going to read the tea leaves. And can I get you something to drink? Maybe a, 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 a cup, cup of book? A cup of, a cup of Grisham? <laughs> Maybe a long railing? A long railing. Mm. Oh, a railing. All of these. these. Those are very plausible tea brands, you know. But, I mean, once Rooibos was accepted. Yeah. You know, anything, no, you the don't gates like, are open. I know, you don't like African words in your... Uh, do you think your, it is a... Your... Do you think it is a... I don't know, I'm, I'm just assuming. Is it African uh, in origin? Alistair, I'm just assuming that when you said that, you had some... 
I do remember reading the back of a pack. <clears throat> oh, yeah, pack back? Yeah. Reading some tea leaves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read the tea leaves. <laughs> oh, twinings. Would you like some? <laughs> um, I can't figure out which part of your aunt is more interesting. The fact that she reads tea leaves or she drinks books. Um, does she ever get confused? What other forms of fortune telling are there? Crossing your palm with silver? Is that a thing? I think that just means that's just a way that an old fortune teller woman would ask for money, basically. Well, I'm thinking of bringing that back, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever I'm, you know, asked to do a job, I'll say, "Well, sure, but only if you cross my palm with silver." <laughs> or, as I was originally going to say, "Cross my palm with sava." <laughs> cross my palm with sava. <laughs> um, sure. Wait. So now. Are we not going to try to go deeper on this part on, on this I, sketch? I just don't know how much deeper you can go. You've got a woman drinking a book. I mean, what's below that? <laughs> well, you don't have to go below. You can go above. Above. Um. Yeah. I mean. I guess. I guess she could. She's got two teacups. One's got the tea leaves. One's got the the book leaves, book pages that are kind of just torn up in there, and she starts reading one. To the person mm. who's, she's, who's tea leaves. One of the reading. tea leaves or one of the books? Well, she picks one up and she <clears> goes, <throat> Oh, you're um, walking into the heist confident. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not how you're supposed to read tea leaves, though. Like uh, when you read tea leaves, mm, yeah. you, look in, you just look at the leaves that are left at the bottom of the cup and yeah. something about the way they're arranged. Mm, yeah. I think your conceit for how that would be pulled off well, I know, but I'm I'm really trying to make this person, and we could say <clears throat> this comedy work, yeah, by making it that she's not only a person who drinks books and reads tea leaves, but occasionally she confuses the two <laughs> and just reads the torn up pages of a book at the bottom of a teacup. Mm. As somebody's fortune. But I don't, I don't, oh, okay, I mean, that might work. In my mind, that doesn't work as an escalation of the sketch. It works as just like an, uh, a sort of undermining what fragile structure it already had. And then she goes, oh, no, sorry, that was the book. That was the book again. <laughs> the book again. <laughs> sorry, all right, here we go. Tea leaves, tea leaves. <laughs> what about this, right? It's somebody who reads tea leaves. Mm-hmm. Right, and they... Uh, they get the person to drink their, drink their cup of tea and then they take the tea and they look into the bottom of the cup and it just says, you are a fraud. And they're like, um, uh, we maybe haven't, we'll just get another cup. Or, or she goes, or she says to the person, she doesn't get the message. <laughs> she says to the person, it says here you're a fraud. <laughs> Really? What else does it say? Well, I'll shake it around again. Mm. I'll take another look. Mm. No, it says, no, I was talking about you. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy because then also, whilst it's giving her this message that her whole well, I know. superstition is, is f- flawed, mm. it's also reinforcing it. Mm. Mm. And this may actually be how it works. Yeah. You know? Um, like, what, like, like... Tea, tea leaf reading works, but only in the sense that it is able to send disparaging messages to psychics. To people who try to... Um, Great. Um, tea leaves are very cynical. Mm. And if you try to read them, they're, they actually don't like being bothered. They sort of don't like their um, privacy being invaded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They say things, but that's how they communicate they with the world. Yeah, they lash out. They lash out. They're really angry. I guess they were just dipped in boiling water. I, I, I guess it's, is it spirits? It's probably spirits moving them around in there and sort of arranging them, <clears throat> you know, to communicate their messages. Could be. In a way that, you know, you've got a limited character format. It would have, I imagine, similar rules to Twitter or something like that from the point mm. of view of a spirit yeah. trying to communicate your message. You know, you get a little message in there and it mm. says then one of eight Right. Yeah. And you've got to have another card. Well, it might it be around. one of those ones where they kind of use more emoticons 
to sort of tell a story. Sure. So I think it's yeah, kind yeah. of, you know, it's more like shapes, like an ink blot test kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess they could show the, you know, these angry tea leaves could show the lady that, oh, I don't like you, through one person shaking their finger and then a little outline of the this aunt. Yep. But then um, again, that you know, you could also do that with the uh, with the the book pages that you drew. Could do that you with know, the book pages, just, you know. You know, that's the thing. Um, you could do <clears throat> you could do a sketch in which it's sort of playing out, and this person keeps seeing different images in there. Mm. Right, and they describe the images to the uh, to the person who's come into the psychic, right? The client, mm-hmm. image after image and image, and then at some point, the client says, "Wait, is this the plot of Titanic?" And the psychic says, congratulations, it's the plot of Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go again. Okay, let's do it again. And that's what's interesting as well is that, um, you know, the kind of the messages that the uh, that spirits can give you, it's really kind of stopped at like, you know, early, like it, like it's 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 not evolved with art form. Like, like there's no tea leaves that can sort of represent the moving picture. Right, you know, it's 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 really stopped at sort of simple images, quite static. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, that's all I've got for you here. No, 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 no. That's fine. I mean, you 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 would hope that by now the spirit world would have, mm. you know, because to hold people's attention, you really de- do need video, right? That's what gets These days, yeah. gets the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. So at the bottom of that cup, you've got to be able to look down and see like a little vine. Yeah, if you, if you, or if you could, hologram of two Hologram. Oh, that would really make me feel like I was in some kind of future mm. where all like magic was staying current. Yeah, that's right. Magic was moving with the times, mm. which you feel like if it was really magic, mm. it, would, it wouldn't be that hard for it to do that. Has anyone done magic, done, done a, some sort of a modern TV type thing, mm. right, in which magic is used to, like, hack into computers and mm. change, I don't know. Yeah, great. I, uh, you know, Bypass and, firewalls and that sort of thing with various spells. Mm, I like the idea. What about mad magicians versus hackers? Oh, that's really good. <laughs> so the magician turns all of the hacker's family into newts, but then the hacker doxes the magician. Oh, yeah, puts all his personal information on there, on, online. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would ru- really ru- could really ruin your life. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it can cause you to not be able to feel safe in your mm-hmm. own neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a something no one should have to experience. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I, I like this. Um, and uh, maybe the hacker finds a way to hack into, like... The source code where magic comes from. Oh wow! You know, yeah. Maybe because he's got, he gets a wand. Mm. He finds a wand somewhere, and he hooks his his plugs it into laptop the laptop into a wand, and mm. he sort of manages to access that world. And then he can kind of go in, and then that's the first like you know he's like that guy in those that movie with were- werewolves versus vampires. You know, he's that first guy who gets to be the light mm. uh, the, the the hybrid. Does both? He does both. What about he? Uh, he rec- you could record the wizard saying a spell. You mm. get footage of him. You somehow you you know mm. you, you hack into his webcam and you record his voice. Yeah, and then you do like a remix of the spell, allowing you to sort of do other magic using oh, yeah. the wizard's voice. I, I assume I that's wonder, how magic works. I wonder if you can sort of like if you played it near him, mm. it just sort of makes his hands start producing yeah. magic because they're just responding to his voice. I imagine so. Yeah. Oh, this voice is... commands. It's all done. Magic is all voice commands, right? And if, I think that if you were a tech genius with enough understanding of sort of voice-activated technology mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you'd be able to replicate it in some way. Even like, you know, back in the 80s when they used to fight hackers and magicians, mm-hmm. there could be a story, a flashback, you know, where you go back to these guys' dads or moms when they were fighting. Mm. Maybe one... Hacker's mom versus a, a magician's dad, mm. right and um, and, <laughs> and you go back to a time where they didn't have all this like voice recognition technology, but they had the clapper. The clapper, yeah. What's, what's that? It was the thing where you could turn on lights by clapping. Oh, sure. like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, and and then there was also magician tricks who had you know who, who they could just do, you know start a fire or something like that by, by going, clapping like that. Right. Yes. And and, and then go know, on. And then this uh, hacker's mom mm-hmm. finds a way to hack into the, ma- the magic 
using a clapper. <laughs> Look, I didn't think of this through as much. She hacks into the magic using a clapper and can start fire anywhere. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I think wizards versus hackers is... Mm. Is very funny. We could get we could get funding magician. for that. We probably already have got funding for this. <laughs> we haven't checked our emails. Since. Yeah, well, you know, this this we're recording this, you know, the day before mm. this it gets released. Yeah. So today. by the time you've heard this, we probably we probably already, already got funding. funding. But if you want to give us extra funding, oh sure. Um, we, it's a free country. It is a free country. You Wait, know. what country are we in? What country are they in? Mm, that's true. Um. Yeah. Occult. The occult. <laughs> you think there's a there's a moment in um, in hackers versus magicians, <laughs> and I, I like magicians better than wizards because wizards sounds cooler. Sure, sure. <laughs> magicians has a cheap feel. Yeah, know? but I think I think we do need to make it clear that these are people who can do actual <laughs> magic. Right? I know, but I think they can do actual magic, but they can also do street magic. <laughs> okay, both. <laughs> I think that would, you know, just so that they can blend in. Mm. I mean, what a perfect cover. No one's going to think that you can fundamentally alter the structure of time and Mm. space if you spend all your time memorising card tricks. Exactly, yeah. Taking sort of speed and practising hiding coins behind your hand in front of the mirror. Taking speed. I just I met a guy. Do they do- microdose and that sort of thing to try and or macrodose? I think they were macro. I, I, know, I met one guy who like macrodosed. Macrodosing is when you get like a huge slab of drug yeah. and you eat it with a spoon. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he would he was like you eat it with a melon. I think baller. he said it took me a week on speed to learn that trick, and it's just him on speed in front of the mirror. <laughs> repeating it, trying to keep doing it so that he could pick up the coin out of one hand and make it disappear, you know, wow. with the other hand and go, blah, 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 blah. And that's the hard part, the blah, 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 where you wiggle your fingers and well, make, you know, like a little rainbow. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, I, it's because it's wizards, the, the, dis- the whole discussion of wizards or magicians versus hackers mm. has a ring to me of, of that thing that people used to talk about, which I don't know if people talk about this anymore, but... Maybe the kids can tell us if this is still a live discussion but the thing of who would win out of pirates versus ninjas mm. or zombies versus yeah whatever. And you know, but you know what could unite these people is that both wizards or magicians and hackers or hackers, mm. um, they both have white hat and black hat ones. They absolutely do. Do you think yeah. they'll team up at the end over their shared love of different coloured hats? I think so. And then the, it'll just be white hats versus black hats. You know what? When I've been picturing the hats for white hat and black hat ha- hackers, mm. they have always been pointy hats. I yeah, don't know wizard, what kind of hats, hats other people have been picturing, yeah. but I just realised now that you bring this up that I've always pictured it as a little pointy hat. Wizard's hat. Like a little cone. Like a wizard's hat, exactly, Alistair. Well, you know, I think, I think that's the imagery that they were intending. Unless, like... They were intending. I think they were fedoras. probably intending something uh, cooler in their no, mind. No, I think it's. A, I think it's a magic reference. Really? Yeah, like like white wizards, white magic, and black magic. I mean, I hope that's true. White magic is, you know, good, you know, nice magic. Mm. Black magic is evil in the dark arts. I think uh, that uh, the hackers mm. will also employ irony. Uh, mm. To take down the wizards, and you know, absolutely memes and calling them gay or something like that, probably. <laughs> well, I can't wait. Yeah, because then then the wizards can take them down using the very social media that these hackers love so much mm. by attacking them for using homophobia to trying to bring down the uh, the, the wizards. Great, great. I we've, think, we've all got so many stories for this already. Yeah, the threads are all there. It's very exciting. They all and they all they all just use cryptocurrency. Yep, that'll just be a fun thing. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. <laughs> I can't wait. I had some other little uh, I had a, I thing. Had a, no, you, have well, you? Have well, you got what any? are you talking about? That no, you, you had go. a thing. I don't have a thing. This is the kind of lame stuff. There'll be in this. 
Yeah. One of the one of the guys the hackers at one point will show will be talking to the other hackers and go, "I'll tell you why they're evil." Look, and he'll take the world occult, and then he'll remove one of the C's, erase one of the C's, and draw a line next to the O, so it says a cult. <laughs> draw a line next to the O. Like you know, so does it so say old make, cult? No, that'll be a, make it an A. <laughs> oh, one of those. One of those lower case A's. Mm, but Man, one of those big ones. There's way too many different ways that you can write the A. That's what I'm finding with having to show my child letters. Yeah. Too many ways you can write the A. Too many ways that you can um, do the G. Oh, or, yeah. or like at least that fancy G that they do in a lot of fonts. Mm. You're like, that's, that's unachievable. That's setting an unrealistic standard for my G's. Absolutely. I can't do whatever that sort of double blob thing is there with a little tail on it as well. Mm. It looks beautiful, but it's just not it's just not realistic. No, I hear you. Yeah, no, and you know, some of these um you know, like H's or F's that have the sort of big flourish either at the top, the big curly flourish at the mm. top or the big curly flourish at the bottom of the F. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're sort of like a sixteen fifties um you know, I guess uh scribe? Scribe like a scribe fop, a foppy f- scribe. Foppish scribe. Foppish scribe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd like to see a foppish scribe. I don't know why I'm saying this. Yeah. But like wrestle a crocodile. Okay. Because I think because of their, you know, because of their foppishness, you think you don't think of them as being somebody who will fight for themselves and you know defend themselves. But they're still think a human a that has any less love or of life or desire to keep on living mm. and i think the foppishness would contribute to and i know the words are very similar similar but a kind of a floppishness right i think f- fops mm. fops are floppy you think right? so and i think that they would be able to use that inherent flexibility mm. to sort of writhe around the crocodile yeah i wonder where the safest place to be if you're being attacked by a crocodile is like do you think if you did get onto the crocodile's back yeah and you oh, sort of but then they you, can they can go down and could you choke it to death though you think you could like, you could pull up Can, its and, neck and yeah, around its neck. I mean, probably scratch you with its claws a little bit. They've, and they've got quite a spiky back as well. Like when you pulled yeah. yourself into the crocodile, like that. they would thrash. But you could really lock in. Yeah, I think the key is just to lock in. Mm. The the crocodiles they uh, they do like roll yeah on the bottom of the water and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, there could be rocks down there. Yeah, that would be bad, wouldn't it? Stuck between a crock and a hard place. <laughs> and a muddy rock bottom of the... A muddy rock bottom. Muddy rock bottom. Yeah. Um, all right, we've got to find another sketch idea. I know, I know. You know I mean, I think... <laughs> Is there some version of Crocodile Dundee Fo- wait. in which... Fops versus Crocs. <laughs> wait, so it's Crocodile Dundee, but where he's a fop? Where he's a fop... Or he's among the fops. Like, I don't think we... If he goes back into... I mean, I would like to see this. Mm. Crocodile Dundee's... Now, what's he done? He's gone to New York. He's gone to LA. Mm-hmm. He's gone back to the outback again. Mm-hmm. Where is there left for him to go? Back in time. Back in time. <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> Regency yeah. London. Okay. Yeah, and... I hear you. <laughs> Fop Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I like this. And um, he's... Frock Dundee. Frock no. Dundee. That, I, hey, look, that totally works, you know. And he's... What has he got to do? He has to... He has to learn how to sew. Mm. Like a suit. Like he's he's now... He he's becomes in, a tailor. <laughs> like he's... Servicing the, you know, the nobility. Oh, this is gr- this is a yeah. great angle for him. This is really going to give some new life to the character. <laughs> so, how how does his like toughness kind of like manifest itself? In it, it it doesn't. He suppresses it all. It mm. blends in perfectly. <laughs> wow! So, <laughs> it's just him. It's a man discovering who he truly is. Yeah, he was a, he was a secret fop. Oh, look, I don't know. I've 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 pushed it in too silly a direction, but I think. Seeing mm. 
all those things in an even more heightened fashion. Like, I'd like to know. Yes. I, I am interested in, in exactly how it is that he does come to travel backwards through time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it could be magic. So oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> could be magic. Um, I mean, that would really change things, I guess. Um, but I, I, I also do think that the... the um, the, the the you know the Americans when they developed nuclear not nuclear weapons but a lot of rockets and that sort of thing they tested them in Australia at the Wimmera rocket testing range I believe right so I think that also if you were inventing time time travel there's no reason that Australia wouldn't do some kind of a deal mm. right with uh, the US to say well you can test your time travel machines in the outback yeah. uh, of course you know all this stuff going on with the Yanks coming down with their their troop carriers and that sort of thing and driving them roughly through the outback, that's going to attract the attention of Croc Dundee. That's true, yeah. You know, who's going to track them, you know, in some way, maybe uh, rescue one of the the beautiful young... Soldiers. Am- American soldiers from yeah. a crocodile, probably. Of course, yeah. And, uh, and in some way, you know, gain their trust and then wind up, Mm-hmm. Probably by accident. Yeah. Travelling backwards through time. Yeah. Well, I guess it wouldn't be on purpose, maybe. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so what he's he, this this um, this soldier he or she mm. taking them back to the base. Whoever they are, they're beautiful. Whoever they are, they're gorgeous. Um, they pop some champagne. He mm. says, "Oh, I just got to go to the loo." Like that. <laughs> oh no. But because he doesn't He's, know about what toilets look like. Remember what he was like with that bidet in New oh, York. Oh yeah, he didn't know. He didn't. Yeah, he wasn't good with that. And, yeah, and and, uh, and what does what does a a time machine look like? Well, it's just a door. It's a portaloo, isn't it's, it? Yeah, oh, exactly. So he's just opening doors. He's trying to find the toilet. He doesn't want to ask for help. He's oh, a, and he's it's a called, tracker of sorts. This is it. The, the <laughs> sorry, the the time machine is called the portal, right? Mm-hmm. And this is. Uh, mark no, zero zero, zero so portaloo exactly oh portal zero zero <laughs> and so then he goes oh, it could even be even if it's zero zero one mm. it looks like portaloo one there you go or yeah. por- portaloo <laughs> portaloo and then he goes in there takes him back to waterloo really so wow. is the portaloo a, a play on waterloo I because guess... much like Napoleon, I've had some of my darkest days in a portaloo. <laughs> I mean, is it a reference to an old war? Where, where, where was Waterloo? It's, yeah, uh, Waterloo in... was in um, the Netherlands. Maybe I'm just thinking that because it's got the word water in it. And I know that the Netherlands is a particularly soggy country. Yeah, right. Who did they fight? Who were the French fighting there? England? I'm pretty sure the Duke of Wellington was uh, up against uh, Napoleon in Waterloo. The Dow. The the Dow. The D.O. Dub. The D.O. Dub. Yeah. Is that Dow Jones? The, the Duke of Wellington Jones? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Down and Dirty Down Jones. <laughs> I don't know why. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about this? Okay, well, wait, wait, wait. We, we'd almost written something down. Wait. Oh, okay. Well, just, um, uh, Fop Dundee. Fop Dundee, yeah. And he and I don't know why this time machine takes him back to England <laughs> when it's in the outback, but it does. Sure. I mean, it just does. It, that's, that's where they... I guess maybe these people are, are setting up places where they... I mean, they've got a mission, that's what's going to happen. He's going to be in there, and there's already going to be some American soldiers in there who are trying to do something. They've got some mission. There. Oh, they're back in time as well, are they? They've gone back in time. So it's not just him. It's, well, it, he. They've already gone through, mm. and then he just fell fell in, and then he gets he gets all stuck in this kind tangled of up, tangled, tangled up, tangled up, whatever this web of fops. Oh, I and, bet the Americans are probably somehow trying to influence the uh, the War of Independence. Probably. I don't know if that's occurred in Regency times. Maybe. Who knows? Mm. There's no way of knowing. What does Regency even mean? It's I don't know. It's just a fun thing to say. I barely understand what FOP means, and we've based the <laughs> whole sketch around it. Two now? Two. Oh, did we? Oh, no, we didn't We didn't write down any other FOP thing. Oh, just we? FOP we were just talking about a crop. FOP. <laughs> 
I imagine if kids these days were arguing the, the big thing of who would win in a fight between a, a fop, fop and, and a, a croc. croc. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice. I mean, I don't know why anyone was ever arguing about ninjas versus pirates. Uh, it's it was a meme in a way. It was it was a thing that was it was like a a conversational starter. It was before we had just the so much awful things on the internet mm, to it was, it was in pick early, sides on. It was in early internet before everybody was constantly arguing yeah. and being getting angry about everything. Early internet when we had to come up with things to argue That's about. That's right, yeah. We were like searching. We were desperate. Yeah. Um, I guess who would oh, win out of these between two? Between a fop and a croc? <laughs> it was such a simpler time. Yeah. And and what a beautiful thing to, thing to argue about, really. I mean, I complain about it, but what a beautiful thing to argue about because nobody cares. It doesn't matter. Doesn't exactly, because I guess there's all. there's no real ninjas around these days. But I wonder also if... Oh, no, don't tell that to Dave Callan. Well, look. Dave Callan has been studying to be a ninja for years. I understand. I understand that. But And some people really believe that they're ninjas, but they're never going to ever really act as a ninja, right? Yeah, that's true. Because what I want for a ninja to do is to appear behind me Mm -hmm. in a mostly darkened room and then cut my head off. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want from a ninja. I want there to be a sound like... and And then slowly my head just slides off my body. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I want. But they can't do that, can they? they? Can't do that, no. no. And so, and same thing with pirates. Pirates are no longer as fun mm. as they, you know, are when they're portrayed in movies, as sort of. Well, because they're humorous. so their lives were so desperate. Mm. They their lives were and are so unbelievably tr- tragic. What they needed was a bit of fishing equipment. They do feel like people who just didn't realise how to fish. And this is always the case when these people are lost at sea and end up having to eat all their crewmates. Yeah. Like, it's the ocean. Yeah. It's full of fish. Especially back then. We didn't have bottom trawling and things like that. I know. We hadn't scoured it, you know. And and very often they are sailors. Absolutely. Presumably, like... (laughs) Mm. You are floating on a giant bain-marie full of uncooked lunch. That's right. And why Fresh are you lunch. eating your friends? Why do you have to why do you have to kill the cabin boy to eat him just, when there's so much food in the just water? Just dangle near the water with a harpoon. Eventually something will be curious to even just see what this ship is and then you can stick it in it. What would you need? I think I think the best thing would be just a net, right? Wouldn't it just be some kind of little net that you could just hang off the back of the boat? And as you float along, mm. you just passively you're passively catching fish. This is like passive income, mm. right? You know those ads that you see online about like I'd already made five thousand dollars by the time I got out of bed. That you know, is so how great. would you like to wake up every morning know that you'd already paid the month's rent? Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'd love like, that. How would you like to wake up every morning knowing that you already had enough fish to eat for the entire week? You know, and that's what it is when you just live on a boat mm. and dangle. It's passive fish. Oh, my God. You could do that. You could go back in time and give pirates fishing rods or a net. Passive fishing. Mm. Turn, really turn their lives around. Yeah. I mean, I guess what do you learn from that? You learn that maybe fish isn't enough for some people. Fish just isn't enough for some people. I guess maybe they didn't like fish. <laughs> It can be quite a like a, a difficult taste to get used to. I guess, yeah. Oh, we can't just no, like. Sorry, we don't like fish. I'd rather eat you. <laughs> I'd rather eat my mates. Give a give a give a man a give a man a mate. He'll eat for a day. <laughs> but teach a man to make friends and influence people. He'll eat for the rest of his life. He'll eat for the rest of his life. Teach a man to. This is this is Hannibal Lecter, really, mm. isn't it? You know, give a man a a human body, and he'll eat for a day. Mm-hmm. But teach a man to conceal his psychopathy behind a veneer of charm and social conformity, yeah, and, and he'll eat for the rest of his life. 
real genius, isn't yeah. he? Just brains with a nice Chianti. Yeah. Fava beans? What's fava that? Beans. Is that is that mentioned in that? Fava beans and a nice so. Chianti? Yeah. Had his brain with fava beans. Now, fava beans, are they just chickpeas? No, no. They're quite a big... They're either a green or white bean. So quite, quite do you eat them... One. In the pod, or do you? No, I think they would be like you depod. So you shell the I guess beans. You would, you you would cook. You would cook. You get them out of a can. Sure. Do you reckon he got them out of a can? Ah, uh, he probably soaked them overnight. Yeah. And then, I but reckon. he would have cooked them in some way, maybe in some kind of bouillon. It's just really interesting. Like I've never had fava beans. I think you probably they, have. I've never had fava beans. You've LSD. definitely had fava why, beans. Why? Why would you? Uh, well, we just had a falafel. Was it green inside? Yes. That was fava beans. <laughs> You mean what the most recent thing that I ate yeah. was fava <laughs> That's I think that's Egyptian Egyptian <laughs> falafels are green inside because they're made with fava beans. Oh, never has the the about face between my seemingly justified outrage and my complete and utter downfall been more swift. I was and I was just getting up to speed as well. You know. I I just dropped the clutch, <laughs> and then the entire engine leaps out of the bonnet into a big sputtering mess in front of me. Um, yeah. Anyway, Sorry, I, 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 no, no, no. I'm going to continue to argue my side of the thing. Yeah. I haven't yet accepted defeat. This is what you got to do these days. You never back down. You never apologise. <laughs> I never said I hadn't eat fa- eaten fava beans. <laughs> this is new internet times. Was, not, this is yeah. not. This is not. Uh, ninjas versus pirates. This no, is no, goddamn no. me, fava beans versus you. No fava beans. We are now post being caught out in a lie yeah. very, very quickly. And that could become the standard. It could be. So maybe soon it'll be rude to to admit defeat. You go, ah, oh, you made us all feel bad by admitting, mm. you know, that you were wrong. Can't you just? Continue to lie, because if you admit that you're wrong, then we all have to kind of start admitting that we're wrong. It is it is like we live, or, you know, Donald Trump lives in, in a reality, maybe like one that we've discussed previously on the podcast, where at every moment all of history is destroyed. You know, it doesn't exist and it's an illusion because it only exists in our memory, so it's, it's not real, so none of that really happens. So really, you know, all that exists is the moment and the point that you're making right mm-hmm. now. Which yeah, is crazy because the, the, all that exists right now then is the, the moment and the point that you're making right now, which is that the point... All of that exists is the point that I'm making right now. Yeah. It's crazy. I guess there should be a few times where we just start again. It, it would be nice. Uh, how about let's, let's, let's people, start working if, if towards we, the great restart. If we want to erase everybody's student loans, mm. right, can we also just erase everything that we said before we were 25? Yeah, but I think the big one is you want to erase everybody's financial s- scenarios and start it back to zero. Yeah, but there's one, it's or one get it, thing get it to get... back to everybody like so it's all even. It's one thing to get your financial situation in order, but if I still have to deal with the embarrassment of like bad fiction that I wrote on MySpace mm. when you? I was 21... Is there some there? That needs to go. Is it I still think, there? I think like the first thing I ever wrote that was a temp... This is so shameful, Alistair. Yeah. I don't I don't know what I was thinking. I wrote something and I put it as a note on MySpace. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I was, it was about trouser snakes, right? <laughs> but writing about them as if they were an actual type of snake. And then... I showed it to my uh, girlfriend of the time and she said, this is about penises. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I hadn't, I was doing a, some sort of a, pl- a play on the idea of trouser snakes. But, but like the you're, idea of you're treating snakes them like is, a real type of snake. Yeah, but, but that, doesn't, that doesn't work. Well, you were trying to do like a reverse innuendo. Yeah. 
But it's already kind of a, I don't know, it, it, it just, as soon as she pointed out to me, and I think it was a really formative thing in my comedy. Yeah. We, uh, you know, of being like the first thing that I tried to write and then realising, oh, there is, there is nothing here. There is no joke here. I've, I've just done something, but it's mm. definitely not comedy. I mean, uh, look, who knows, like who knows if I've evolved at all? Sounds like you have trauma based on this. Anyway, if anybody's I able to find Andy's, uh, Andy's post, If I'd that love still exists, I'd love to know so I can delete it. I tried to find my, my MySpace recently. And I don't think it. I don't think it does exist. I don't think they're managing data very well. I saw today that they lost all the music that was ever uploaded onto it. Oh dear. Mm. They lost it. Well, that's what I saw today. Do you think it's still somewhere? Oh, it's got to be right. They just it's got lost Justin it. Timberlake's house or whatever. They just they'd, they'd just be a hyperlink or something to it. So right? so they've and they've just deleted. They that. had a backup that they just keep online. Yeah, that they've forgotten about. Well, not a hyperlink then, but there'd be some sort of vector pointing to some storage somewhere in the internet. And like this would be this is this is the thing. There are there would just be ghost data if mm. someone doesn't already have this as a term or dark data, right mm. on the internet. Wow. Right, and this is data that is still on there, but nobody has a link to it. Ever, yeah, right. anywhere. Like it's like a data island. Yeah, and and you know it'll maybe it'll keep being copied and you know preserved forever, mm. but no one will know how it's there. No one will know how to get to it. And eventually, in the future, maybe something like ninety percent of the known data, the no, or unknown data, Unno- unknown or data, data of the internet will just be made up of this ghost data, like the junk in space. Well, and then. That, that'll be the new frontier of exploration. <gasps> <People>. Alistair, that's <laughs> so exciting. And people will go into these to these sort of virtual reality pods, hard drives, yeah, mm. mainframes or whatever, going in there and go explore. And then you'll have equipment to scan big sort of big stacks of data. Mm. To see whether there's we've got a live one potentially I'm anything say that. interesting. Can I shotgun say that? You can that? absolutely say can that. Can I be the one on the team absolutely who says that? Absolutely say that. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I guess you're looking for like videos and kind of in document. Like you'll have analysis mm. tools mm. to give you an idea whether or not things are interesting. So like you don't want any of those kind of like system files and things like that. There'll be a lot of those system files that you know. Whenever I was no. young and I used to go through all the like folders in the mm. computer. Do you ever used to do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to just go through every folder just to yeah. look what's in there. Sometimes I would, like, if my computer was running slow <laughs> mm. or something wasn't right, <laughs> I'd just go in there and I'd just be like, this just looks like garbage. I'd, I'd just start <laughs> deleting things. Yeah, I'd do that too. I'd be like, this has got to be slowing the computer yeah, down. Whatever this whatever is. Whatever this stuff Pro- is. Program files. This doesn't seem important. <laughs> well, they're, all their names are such bullshit. Yeah. You're like, this is exactly, this is this looks like viruses. This yeah. is just what viruses would be called. I think sometimes there were things like that where I, that I would find things that were like, this just looks like something like, maybe because I had like a, uh, like a P2P kind of downloading, mm. like a BitTorrent type thing that was... That had somehow got some malware, and the malware mm. was da- downloading some stuff onto my. And I go, ah, I'm just down- deleting this. Mm. Anyway, so we'd be going through the dark, the darkness of this dark data, looking for like I guess people's videos of themselves, sort of. Yeah, sure. Know. Whatever it is, it's like metal detecting on the beach or something. It'll all be digital. We're just sifting through, and then maybe we'll, well find, we find like an old poems. song, a poem, or something like that, and you'd be like, oh, this is good, mm. or it's at least interesting. Maybe you'll even find a bitcoin. Oh my god! From like that, that, like that company that in uh, Canada where the guy died and then mm. no one could get into any of the currency. There was some stories after that. Oh really? Came out where apparently he ta- they'd taken them all out. They'd already they? taken them all out. <laughs> 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 Whoops! <laughs> so, and had he died, sort of almost not from the most natural of possible causes? I don't know, but now it feels like it could be that. I don't know. Or they just maybe went, he's not even dead. Or or they just went. Can you before you die? Can you oh, give us those and we'll yeah. say that you died. Say and that you we, died, and, we could, and then we can just keep all this money. That's a great thing. Yeah. to do, isn't it? It'd be so good. We're like, oh yeah, that'd be. Are you? Yeah, of course you have all the money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great plan. I'll be dead, so I won't care. No, yeah. What does it mean to me? Doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, what would really mean something to me was be not dying. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, um, um, <laughs> is is dark data exploration 
Look, it's like uh, dark data. Because we're making we're making these. Um, so it's, so do you this think, world. So is it like Indiana Jones? It is like Indiana Jones. Yeah, you're um, dusting stuff off. But instead, like instead, you're kind of but going. I think through. It, I think you would you would have to. It's cyberpunk Indiana Jones. It's very super cyberpunk. But yeah. the but the little the little artifacts that you're gathering are not like a golden statue. Mm. They're all like you know they're. I mean, I guess you're 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 taking missions. You're having to go find things mm. from people, and then what you're having, what you're coming up against, are like old defenses, you know, and the things like yes. ancient McAfee Norton antivirus. Norton antivirus. I wonder what um, Norton's doing these days. Has anyone seen Norton recently? What's he? Where is he? What's he up to? What are there any antivirus? I don't have antivirus on my computer. Does anyone? I think it's all included now in the it's package. Just, it's just done, and just Google Chrome is trying to fight it all the time. Yeah, just it's a just a constant fight. Yeah. Um, it doesn't get doesn't seem like it gets as much publicity as it used to. Yeah. Like viruses and that sort. These of days, thing. it's more like they find some back doors into it. Like it's, you know some some of those things. What was that thing where it's like, oh, we found a way that we're reading all the data. And then we go, then they fix that hole, and then you go, oh, cool. I don't know, Al. I've never Sounds been compelling. Really, I've never really been affected properly by, a, like, a virus where, you know, that thing where it's like, oh, and then it ruined my whole computer. I think probably that doesn't even happen, and people just are idiots, and then they go, oh. And then they <laughs> go into the hard drive and start deleting <laughs> start files deleting that they don't like the look of. Yeah, <laughs> like me. You go, oh, that looks like there was a virus put that there. And they just delete, delete, delete. And then you go, oh, computer's wrecked. <laughs> The virus has destroyed the virus my hard did. drive. The whole thing was probably just insurance scams. Yeah, or people who just like didn't do their work for university and mm. then were like, oh, yeah, no, a virus in- corrupted the file. I think that's a sketch, the idea that we're, we're unveiling that actually viruses were never a thing. There were, wow. It's a scam. It's actually just been an, an, an excuse the whole time. It's the big opening, and we get some of the world's biggest hackers to reveal it. Yeah, they go nah. Yeah, I took I, I took the blame for having created that, and I did twelve years in jail. But, but to be honest, I was actually just trying to get away from my family, and if it could help, <laughs> and if I could help a couple of people out, giving them an excuse mm. for why you know their their reports late, and uh, you yeah. can't hack into somebody else's computer. Eh? You, can't you can't do, do it. That. Can't do, that's not possible. It's so complicated. What would that look like? <laughs> yeah, it's all just imaginary and it's stuff. Like all those numbers and, and letters on the screen. It's hard to know what they mean. Uh, I mean, yeah. You I mean, look at it for ages, code, and you're like, "What is this?" You got to like write code and things like that. It takes so long. Have you ever tried to code? And it's there in the name code. It's it's a code. It's a code. You can't read it. You can't read it. <laughs> You need something to like, you know, somebody to decode it. I, to be honest, I just look good in a black hoodie. That's <laughs> that was what attracted me to it. I just like those photos where I'm wearing a black hoodie in front of a laptop. Yeah. And they take a photo, but you can't, you can't see, see my face. Into the hoodie, which is ridiculous. The light from the laptop screen would light illuminate you. Anyone yeah, who's tried you get it at the that, right angle. But then you got to you got to edit it out. They edit it out with Photoshop and that sort of thing. You know. Yeah, no, I get it. Mm. Mm. So yeah, so anyway, viruses are a myth. Viruses are a myth. I um, you know that would explain a lot. You know, and 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 it's it's because it, it's then it becomes like one of those group psychosis kinds of things where everyone decides that they've got mm-hmm. reciprocating elbow syndrome or something because there was yeah. a report about it on Catalyst, and, and then, then your, your it elbow, keep, everybody's elbow keeps giving back, keeps reciprocating. <laughs> I love you, Elbow. Love you too. Alistair's uh, podcast, uh, Shusha, had a very funny episode recently about elbows. Did you listen to it? Yes, I did. You listened to yeah. College Elbow? I listened to all of College Elbow and I really, really loved it, especially oh. the last long bit. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, if you're not listening to Shusha already, chuck, it an, e- chuck an ear its way. You know, chuck, an, e- chuck an ear on it. Well, get, an, you. get your ear, wrap your hearing gear around it. Well, thank you very much, Andy, for uh, yeah, well, that plug and for listening. You know, it's a, mm. I mean, I shouldn't have even revealed that it was College Elbow. I think it's supposed to be called Education Corner or something like that. Learning Corner. Learning Corner, yeah. Mm. Mm. There you go. You've now, really given it all away. Yeah, you're right. Um, 
I've got three words from a listener who donated to our Patreon. <gasps> Thank you so much to the person who donated to our Patreon. And Would you today, like to plug our comedy festival show oh, right now? Let's plug our comedy festival show. We're doing a show called Magma at the comedy festival, the upcoming comedy Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And it opens next week. Next week. It opens week. next week on Tuesday. That's insane. Yeah. And, That's insane. And we need lots of people to come. So, so many that we people. Can, so that we can just even cover the expenses of putting the show off. Yes. That's that's our first goal. And then our second goal... In, in, in some ways, it's our only goal. Yeah, that's our basic goal. And then if we can do something to address Andy's financial problems, then that will also help. But right now... Yes. Anyway, look, I'm sure some strangers will also come. Magma. But, Google Melbourne International Comedy Festival Magma. It's the yeah. first thing that comes up. Comedyfestival.com.au. Yes, and I'll put a link down below this as well. And if you're a listener of the podcast, and even if you're not, you can use the promo code TIT, long TIT, that's T-I-T-T-T. In all caps. All caps. And you do it on a a full price ticket and it'll remove $5 from it and make it $20 or whatever. 20% off. 20% off, yeah. That's the TIT 20. It's the TIT 20. Um, Today's words come from... Jonathan Dooley. John Dooley. Jonathan Dooley. Hello, John I love John your Dooley. name, John Dooley. Yeah. You know that I do. Yep. Judo. Joe Doo. <laughs> Joe Doo. John Doo. John Na- Dooley. <laughs> Nathan Lee. What? Well, you can't say Jonathan without saying Nathan. Nathan. Oh, yeah. Joe Nathan. That's what I call him. Mm. Yep. Um, all right, you ready for this? Third round, baby. Those are the words. Third round, baby. Third round, baby. Third round, baby. Wow. I mean, I mean, you know what? The first thing that that makes me think of yeah. is uh, a woman, a pregnant woman in a boxing fight. Now, this is not an enjoyable not, thing to imagine. I love imagine, this already. I love this right? already. But she gives birth <laughs> wow. in the third round. Wow. And she keeps fighting. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Wow. Still, like, has she? So, has and she which given... is incredible because she's she's dropped like three weight classes in the course. Oh of Oh my the god! Fight. So that that cla- that the whole thing becomes illegal? No, no, no. It's the it's the only way in which you can unify all uh, <laughs> all the belts. All the belts. Is she fighting people from the lower weight class as well? Is she fighting two people? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, she's so what it is is she. Starts out in heavyweight, right? Okay. She gives birth. Mm-hmm. The baby comes out. She Welter drops weight. down. Welterweight, right? <laughs> she keeps fighting. She's still fighting a heavyweight. Yeah. Right? The afterbirth comes out. Yeah, great. Round four. At the end of round four. In the right, break. Round four. She drops down another cl- class. She's what? bantamweight. Wow. Right? And then in the next break, she does some breastfeeding. Yeah. Okay. Drops down another class. Just the colostrum coming out, that's enough to just drop it and mm-hmm. ticks her over into one more class down. Was it Super feather featherweight. Oh, great. Super featherweight. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. Still fighting a heavyweight. Because that's the only way that you can get in in a heavyweight bout. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Whilst being you a really there. light person. Yeah. Yeah, deep down you're a super feather, featherweight, but you want that, that heavyweight title so title. much, you get pregnant. You get super pregnant. Super pregnant. And that and that opponent is going to work the body. They know that that's the... Oh. <laughs> they, they know that that's your weakness at this point, right? They, they're aware that you're going to be wanting to protect that protect a lot. Protect that body. And they're going to use that to open up, mm. you know, to open up your guard for your face. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be up there with that counter defense. You know, you've got to be down, defense down. You're like, you don't want to let anything hit your... You're going to need... I think a lot of it's going to come down to your footwork. It's absolutely going to be a big footwork match. Um, now, uh, of course, what is great about boxing in a uh, in a in a, a, a being pregnant in a boxing match, right, is um, number one. You don't. Uh, you've already got towels, you know. So if you give birth, mm-hmm. you've already got. You know, because yeah. that's the thing. That's the classic thing. Whenever somebody's giving birth in like an unexpected scenario, it's always get some towels. Yeah, I know, but you don't want to throw them in. You want to bring them in slowly because if if you throw them in, that gives a signal oh, yeah, that sure, you're sure, giving sure. up. No, no, no. Bring some, get some towels slowly. Get some towels slowly. Slide them in. Hand me the towels. Hand me the towels. Yeah. You give birth. I think this could be a report about mm. this. 
you know. Can we get some hot water in here? Boxing, because boxing stories are always incredible. And female athletes who do things while they're pregnant are Mm. amazing. Like you hear stories about people who've run marathons and that kind of thing while they're pregnant. There was a woman who ran a ultra marathon in the UK. She wasn't pregnant, but she was, she was a mother and she was expressing breast milk. Wow. And she still, I, I think I'm not cross remembering ideas. I think it was this crazy marathon that's like 400 kilometers or something like that across multiple days. Mm. And she shaved something like seven hours off the previous record, which was set, I believe, by a man. So like she, yeah. it, like this, this whole story is insane mm-hmm. that she was doing this. She was expressing breast milk and she did it in this crazy time. Yeah, I, think, I think I know how she, they did it as well. I think they told her that her child at the other end was under a car. Yeah. <laughs> everything is heightened. Yeah. They get everything. super strength, super speed, super hearing. Super hearing, yeah. Super hacking. Super hacking, super wiz- wizardry. Mm-hmm. I think that in, in X-Men when Jean becomes the phoenix, I think that was just because her child was under a car. Under a car. Super phoenix Yes. Um, super phoenicianry. You know, before they invented dynamite, when they would do large excavations, mm. right, you know, of like a, for the railroad and that sort of thing. Yeah. It was really sad. What they would do is they would drill a hole into the rock. Oh, you know, no, nowadays they'd put, they'd put dynamite in there. Yeah. But they would drill a hole into the rock and they would put a mother's baby into the hole. Yeah. And then they would release the mother and she would be so strong, she would lift up the huge boulder just cracking the yeah. hill, hillside apart mm-hmm. to get to her baby. Yeah. And then they'd put her back in her cage, yeah. <laughs> start drilling another hole. But people forget people forget the old ways. Yeah. You know, now that you've got explosions yeah. and things and like what, that. that was, see, that was organic. That was natural. That was a natural way of doing it. Yeah. Um, these days it's all you move things using explosives. It's kind of not right. I mean, they could have just done it without the cage and they probably it would have still been sustainable. No, she liked the cage. Oh. She'd come to like the cage. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore, Alistair. Okay. Anyway, pregnant it's... boxing match is very interesting. Yeah, yeah I think that's really good. And it, it's just that's just how amazing women are. Absolutely, you know what they're it's able to do when they're pregnant. I mean, and in a sketch. it sounds like they're not making the best choices. <gasps> I mean, the best thing they could do is give that baby, you know, give the baby to the opponent or something like that, or put the baby in the other corner. Wow. <laughs> That and then the mom will really fight to get that, you know. <laughs> Maybe those twins. As Maybe well. you get the baby and you strap it to the back of your own head, mm. right? So you have to defend your head yeah. to defend the baby. That's good. Whenever they're punching towards you, they're punching towards your baby that you want to defend. That's true. And they always say, I think, when you're trying to teach people to box, is that you got to picture yourself punching she through through the, the head, head to the baby to the baby that's there. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> um. And I mean, I guess they they could make a little sort of like face pump papoose, like a, like mm. a head papoose, mm. but just for the back of the head because their babies are small at that time. Very, the mom would have a very strong neck, you know. Yeah, very strong neck. She'd be working their neck. She get they get in the her strategy while she was working that neck for mo- months beforehand. We had a whole thing worked out. She'd mm-hmm. be working that neck. You know, you know, people like normally do sit ups and they kind of lay on their back. And then they sort of curl up and do sit-ups like that. Mm. Well, what she does yes. is she just <laughs> brings her whole body up. She lays flat on the ground. Oh, leaves, the whole, he- leaves the neck le- leaves, just flat on the yeah, ground. leaves the neck flat on the ground and lifts her whole body <laughs> just with her neck. neck muscles <laughs> like that. <laughs> like a body. <laughs> now... Now, are we ignoring the like the physical impossibility of this, or does she like wedge her face under like a bench or something um, to no. be able to like stop her from tipping over? No, no, she's like a snake. She she she's just got strong she's, muscles there. No, but it's well. not a question of whether or not she's got strong muscles. I'm not saying she doesn't have strong Why? muscles, but you think about it from a balance point of view, yeah. right? If all that's resting on the ground is the mm. head, and you're halfway through getting your legs up in the yeah. air, you're just going to flop down onto your legs, <laughs> aren't you? So you need to wedge the top of the head sure. under a I bench. Mean, if you, It'll be funnier to see without the bench, though. Yeah, well, I know. Well, if, if you do it quick enough, 
the momentum. <laughs> no, Alistair, yeah. that's not how momentum works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, she's laying straight down, right? And then it comes up like that. And then suddenly she's just like 90 degree Alistair, angle. Alistair, that is not how momentum works. Right? We're talking about conservation of angular momentum, okay? Yeah. Which, you know... She's lying flat on the ground there. How much angle and momentum does she have? Zero. You can't just then give the bottom half of her body yeah. however, however much well, angular momentum. No, but she's tensing her neck, neck muscles. No. <laughs> I'm tensing my neck muscles right now, you fucko. <laughs> you low dog. Yeah, so she's got this thick neck like that, and then she gets into the boxing ring. First thing the op- opponent notices is she goes, why is her neck so strong? Yeah, Why I'd she be has worried. Such a big neck yeah. like that. She's got these rippled, just like <laughs> oh, abs on her ab- neck. Yeah, neck abs, like that. Nabs. Well, you just you find out like that. That's what the Adam, Adam's apple and all that stuff was. It's just that's just neck muscles, mm. you know, properly developed. That's neck what muscles. you find out, is yeah, it? That's what she finds out. Right. And then, and then they, then you know, this is um, Pavlov's gun being hung on the wall. Why? What's this neck? <laughs> and then you realise what this neck is about when Pavlov's she Pavlov's gun. Whatever, <laughs> Petrov. Every time he fired a gun, a dog would begin to salivate. <laughs> because the, the every time he, every time he hung a gun on the wall, a dog would begin to salivate because he knew that by the end of the play, that gun would have been fired and there would be some blood he could lick up. That's the dog. That's Pavlov's gun. Um, and then, anyway, and then that neck reveals its true purpose when they when they hang that head papoose mm. and, and and put the bed uh, that newborn on there. Yes, yes. So, Read us through the sketches that we've come up with today, Alistair. Anyway, thank you, John Dooley. Thank you, John Dooley. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we've got reading tea leaves and drinking books. Third round, baby. Third round. Do you think that was John Dooley's third set of? Uh, Could be. Three words. Third Let's round, see. baby. Oh, that would be. That's yeah. what it would mean. Third round, John Dooley. Mm-hmm. Uh, hackers versus magicians, magicians or wizards versus hackers, whichever you prefer. I know which one I prefer. Wizards. I don't. I wasn't listening. Great. And then we I got, never would. Then we got. Uh, so then that one's just you know that's going to be great. That's tech versus a magic, yeah. real magic. Um, Fop Dundee. Yep. That's where he goes back in goes time. Goes back in time because the Americans are testing time machines in the outback. And he has to... Because the make, government did a deal with the, you know... With the Americans. The CIA. And then he has to join this sort of suit-making kind of... <laughs> I think, look, we've got to work suit, out some, of, yeah, some more... Yeah, suit-making we'll troop, but he finds out, you know, he's kind of... His life is settled in, he's adapted to this thing, and mm. then he realises that the Americans are up to something and he, they're changing his history. He tries to do that thing... That he did in the subway where he walks over everybody's heads, but everybody's wearing those old helmets with the spike on the top and he pierces his oh, foot. Oh, no. Yeah. Is this in Germany, in ancient Germany? Yeah, he's yeah. in Ka- the Kaiser's Germany. <laughs> um, then, then we've got, um, this is kind of not 100% sure a sketch, but it's a give a man a friend and he'll eat for a day <laughs> and teach a man... Teach a man to sort of use his charm and mm, uh, conceal his, his inherent sociopathy. Yeah, and he'll eat forever or whatever. Mm. It's kind of an interesting idea. Mm. We talk, you know, you make more stuff about cannibals. Oh, We've yeah, made yeah. stuff about cannibals before. Yeah. Uh, then we got the dark data Indiana Jones, where he goes into these mm. dark recesses of. Uh, now, are you picturing it in a VR kind of a world as well? Or? VR kind of world. Because I think that's what you've got to do to make it visually interesting. Unfortunately, it would be great to show the reality of it, which would just be endlessly trawling at a computer screen. But, mm. but they won't let you show that in Hollywood anymore because they're cowards. Absolutely. And we're cowards. Oh, yeah. More yeah. to the point, so are we. And then we got, then we got this whole the video, which is a, an expose on how viruses are a myth. Mm. And you can't actually... hack into computers. That's bullshit. It's like a box. Yeah, it's, it's like a... it's a box. Yeah. Like the only way you could get into it is if if you had a screwdriver and you were at the. But actual then box. once you got into it, what would you do? It's just wires and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like the best way to get into the computer is you just got to get the mouse, you got to turn it on, yeah. you got to know the password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or else it's just it's pretty much hopeless. It's impossible. Have you ever forgotten your password? You can't get back in. And then we got a uh, pregnant woman unifying. If you can't adults. remember your password, how am I going to yeah. work it out? Yeah. Well, I just I've never guess. even met you. Just guess. Guess how many words are there? There must be thousands. There must be hundreds <laughs> or thousands. 
the pregnant woman unifying boxing belts through mm. going into Giving the heavyweight weight and dropping weight. Or That's throwing. right. Third round, baby. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Please do book tickets and come along to Magma at the Comedy Festival if you're in Melbourne or near Melbourne or one of those incredible listeners who seems to be in the United States states and has come here anyway for the Comedy Festival and is going to see our show. We're looking at you, Brian. We're looking at you, Brian. We're, We're not looking at you. Don't. I am. Oh, well, Al's looking at you. Um, um, but we uh, are so excited. And, yeah. And uh, please do come along. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at 2 in Tank, and I'm um, at Alistair TV. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. You can review us on, on iTunes, iTunes, and that makes can, us feel nice. It sure does. You if can you, support us on it, Patreon. Yeah, if you can't sort of... If you don't feel like you have it in you to sort of say nice words on iTunes, feel free to support us financially mm. on patreon.com slash two in tank. But if both of those are out, feel free to recommend us in person to one of your closest friends. Mm. Pick one of the episodes that you're the least embarrassed about listening to. Yeah. All right. Good luck. And uh, and then maybe suggest that as an entry point. Yeah. If you're playing Get them hooked. If you're playing cards with people, playing mm-hmm. up cards and you, you're all people who don't want to talk while you're playing cards, put on the podcast in the <laughs> background <laughs> and let that distract you. Yeah, perfect. Great. What a beautiful scenario. Mm-hmm. And we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.